0: Welcome to Generations. This is Kevin Swanson, Bill Jack from Worldview Academy with me. Welcome, Bill. Hey. All right. Back again. Back in the saddle. Yep. Well, today we're going to talk about what's going on in Argentina. This is huge. But first, I want to get back to what's going on in England. The Church of England did a vote. And by the way, this has been a long time coming. Been a lot of work on the part of the left to bring about the vote that occurred in the General Synod last week. They approved of what they call blessing services for same-sex couples, those that want same-sex mirage. So anybody who wants the same-sex mirage would get a blessing service on the part of the Church of England. Now, it turns out, this is what's interesting. The bishops were the most in favor of the Church's approval of homosexuality, voting 23 to 10 to approve the motion whereas the House of Laity passed the motion by a vote of 104 to 100. So what does that tell you? It tells you the hierarchy, the House of Bishops, are on average 2.3 times more liberal, or 230% more liberal than the laity. Mm-hmm. Does that surprise you?
1: No. no.
0: That's the way it usually works, isn't it? at least in this right. business. That is, the, the pastors, the shepherds, are leading everybody astray. Now, why is that? Because they've been trained. In the universities mm-hmm. and the cemeteries. I mean, yep. seminaries. Seminaries. Excuse me. <laughs> Need I say excuse me? No. Okay. I don't think so. Well, the leaders are worse than the laity by a factor of 2.3. And I think that's interesting. I really think that's interesting. And this is the way it's been for a very long time, I believe. Means that the educational systems of the nation and the hierarchical systems placed into the systems by principies and powers that are not on the side of Jesus. And these are the people that are leading these nations down the primrose path to hell, right? Isn't
1: that what's going on here, Bill? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's always sad when you see leadership go, go squishy.
0: Mm-hmm
1: in any organization and and it's not yeah. just here it's the yeah. scotland did this 2 years ago 3 yeah.
0: years ago and uh, most of the mainline denominations are doing it in the united states the methodists have yeah. tipped over and that's just in the last year so so this is you know this is a pretty significant uh, moment although um wow at this point i would say it's time to get out of the anglican church and there's a point at which the puritans and others were debating over whether to leave the anglican church over the use of vestments For the pastors. Now, this is way past that. Would you agree?
1: (laughs) I would say so. Although there is the issue of cross-dressing, right?
0: Well, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's way past the vestments, right? Way past the vestments. So the Anglican Church is fully apostatized at this point. But here's the other point, is that, you know, this is already Ichabod Community Church. This is, the, the glory has departed a long time ago. The Church of England is fairly irrelevant. Now, think about this for a moment, Bill that the the church of england maintains an attendance of about 800,000 people per sunday that's about the same size as the anglican church of burundi or the baptist general association of virginia wow okay so now how often do you go well what is the anglican church of burundi doing on this issue yeah you know is that really going to affect you know the Religious position of the entire world. Yeah. Not really. Not so much anymore. The point is that they're fairly irrelevant. And just to say it, they're just irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, they've been why don't they just close their doors? It's it's done. It's over. Yeah. They've been marginalized left.
1: by their own own policies and own, own positions. They've, they are, yeah, irrelevant. Okay.
0: Yeah. There's something else going on in the kingdom today. Right? The kingdom moves on. Yes, Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Right, The kingdom of God is moving on. The evangelical church of the Lord Jesus Christ is moving into Africa and moving into Asia and moving into South America and whatever is happening with this whatever church in England is pretty irrelevant to the world. And they've what become, Jesus they've is become doing the backwater. There. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, be back with more. I want to talk about what's going on in Argentina. This is big. Friends, the pink wave is uh is turning a tide right now Wow not not so much happening the pink tide is turning that next on generation stay with me hello my friends for the last 15 years the generations team has produced a Christian curriculum specifically for families who want to give their children a god-centered Bible-saturated, biblical worldview-based education. Our commitment is to restore the Christian faith, generational faith, in an age where we are losing faith in this country and almost anywhere around the world, where Christian children attend secular schools or use secular curriculum and imbibe secular culture. Now, we're not relying on the pre-Christian Greeks for an educational model here. We're not relying on the post-Christian secularists for the education model either. Our curriculum is based in a biblical worldview. We put hundreds of Bible verses in the history books and integrate the truths into the subjects. We want to glorify God on every page of the science books. We immediately integrate knowledge into life application and natural revelation with special revelation. We keep Christ at the very center of the history books with preparing the world for Jesus and taking the world for Jesus. I believe God is calling this generation in this highly secularized age to a radical change in how they disciple their children. Please check out our program for education of your children and grandchildren at www.generations.org. And we are back on Generations and Friends, big stuff going on around the world, not just in England. Let's move on to what's happening around the world. Remember, Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's overseeing everything that's happening around the world today, and he has Lord over all to the church. Keep all that in mind as we consider these new stories. The peak tide in South America has been on the rise for about 10 years.
1: Is that, is that a, a climate change issue that brings the... The red algae into the ocean and not and kill, so much kills the kills the shellfish.
0: It's 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 red algae and it's, it's killing a lot of things, but it's it's not so much the algae.
1: What what is this pink tide thing? It's
0: uh it's ideology. So it's not algae. It's ideology. Oh, you know the difference between algae and ideology?
1: Well, sometimes.
0: Okay. Ideology comes from Western universities. <laughs> <laughs> Algae comes from well, the, the God sl- the slime pit. I mean, they're the both slime, slime pits. pits yeah. Yeah. Well, the slime pits. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the pink tide has rolled its way into South America: Chile, Mexico, Honduras, Colombia, Peru, and Brazil were taken over by socialists in the last two to three years. That is, the presidencies filled by largely pink types, not so much red. See, the difference between pink and red is that red is more full fledged communist whereas pink is communist wannabes, Mm. sort of. Well, the six largest economies have been controlled by socialist presidents until this week. The pink tide is finally turning in Latin America. An outsider libertarian candidate has won Argentina's presidential race as of just this last Sunday. He was a television pundit. He doesn't have any political experience. Uh, He's a free market economist, Javier Malay. Uh, Plans to shut down the central bank, reduce the number of government ministries by 60%. The nation has been facing 150% inflation rates, a sagging economy for at least five years. And the electorate said, you know what? We don't really want more of this.
1: Yeah, enough's enough.
0: And so Javier Millet took a 56-44% win in the runoff. So that's pretty significant. He's talked of reversing the three-year-old law that legalized abortion in the country, calls climate change a socialist lie. Favors looser gun laws and refers to Argentine Pope Francis as, quote-unquote, an evil leftist. So, wow, what do you think?
1: <laughs> so far, so good. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah.
0: thought you were going to say something like that. Uh, he was endorsed by Brazil's more conservative previous president, Bolsonaro. Uh, not surprisingly, Donald Trump responded, I think, just this morning on this. I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. So that was what he Uh. told this guy. As of this year, you know, Peru has actually turned a little bit more to the right as well, but here's one of the big takeaways bill. And and this is why I appreciate stories like this. You want to know why There, there really isn't a certainty for the political elite for the establishment. No, you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no certainty here. You know why? Because God rules in the heavens and he turns these things over to whomsoever he will. Yep. Yep. And, and you know what? Sometimes it's just, hey, surprise. It's a whole new game. 52 card pickup. Mm-hmm. Here we go. God is going to turn the hearts of the voters wherever he wills. The heart of the king is in his hand. Yes. He turns that whithersoever he wills. Well, so's the heart of the voters. The devil is not in control. you understand that, Bill? Yeah. The elite are not in control. God throws a wild card into the mix anytime he wants to. We got the Trump card in 2016. Remember the Trump card? Yep. Nobody expected that. Nobody. Not even you.
1: No, I didn't. Certainly did not. It it was a complete shocker.
0: So what it is, what is this? Bill, what this is, this is a warning shot to the elite and to the establishment. You are not in control of where the world is going and that's why you're smiling right now right I, I, I see I, you smiling behind that mic yeah
1: it's just I see it's you just, smiling behind that mic just, i can tell and i think often that you know we I, that passage where god laughs sits in his heavens and laughs at the uh-huh. wicked uh-huh. and and laughs at the plans of men and the, the their schemes and it may take a while but he's not he's not going to be mocked
0: and you have all these social programmers and you you know you have yeah. what is this new world order remember that back in right. the 1990s what is it now i'm trying to remember it's the guy up in switzerland yeah what's his name yeah. they even yes. forgot his name by the way within 10 years everybody yeah. forgets everybody his name everybody forgets his name um it, you know it, they've got it all figured out right they're going to do a reset you know here the great reset right they've got they've got their hands on all the buttons all except for the fact they don't they don't so that's the that's the point i i really want to drive home to our Christian brothers and sisters that are oftentimes too much taken by the conspiracies. And, you know, right. it's easy to be drawn into that. I'm not saying there aren't conspiracies. I'm just simply saying there is a God in the heavens. Right. Shouldn't we be saying that more often we, we than should not there's be, a conspiracy? Yeah.
1: We should not be worried about the, the, uh, the things of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the worries of this world. You know, we should not be taken up by that. We should keep our focus on him.
0: Just when Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin, or whoever it is, just when they say, we've got this. Somebody up in the heavens are saying, uh, mm. no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, see, you know there's, God is in the heavens going, I don't think so. Yeah. All, big surprise. All, big
1: surprise. Yeah, he's not surprised by anything. He's no, not he's sitting not. up there, you know, wringing mm. his hands going, no, no, oh, no.
0: I hope they don't do this. No, 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 no. Folks, I think you need to understand that the elite cannot control the voting. They, they they can do their best to try to kind of make the vote go the way they want it to go. But you know what? God can stuff the ballot boxes as well as anybody can. Public opinion is extremely flighty, by the way. It blows this way and that way. They thought it was going to be a close election. I was I was following the election. It wasn't close at all, Bill. I mean, even to the point where the leftists, you know, they, I'm sure many of them tried to stuff the ballot boxes. They do that. But it wasn't even close. It was a 56-44. Yeah. So the elite thinks they can control it, but public opinion is so flighty, it blows this way, it blows that way. Think about the polls coming up to an election, Bill. Those polls can shift 10% in a day. Yeah. You believe that? Well. People are that flighty. Yes, they are. They know they are. And, And the
1: manipulation of the polls, God said, yeah, go ahead and try it.
0: The the media thinks they can control the voting booth. They can't. Public opinion is way, way too flighty. By the way, this candidate has been called an erratic, far-right populist. And you know what? He's a lot like Trump, except even more erratic. More erratic. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more of a wild-eyed Trump, if, if, if you followed him at all. It, it, by the way, he doesn't really use good language. He's kind of a foul mouth.
1: Mm.
0: Now, I want to examine this turnaround just for a second uh first is that i think you'll find that oftentimes the right and the left do not reflect biblical law in biblical government that's one of the things you're going to find out so i just want to be sure that christians aren't you know to the point that they go well we're moving right everything's going to be great not necessarily
1: Not necessarily because further right you get without god the you're more moving tyrannical. Towards,
0: and you're moving towards to anarchy. And yeah. we'll get to that in just a moment. Actually, when it comes to South America or Africa or Asia, oftentimes these terms can be two flavors of tyranny. Two different brands of unrighteous, unbiblical law. In the case of China, the legalists have gone up against the Confucians. The Confucian people tend to be a little more socialist, and the legalists tend to be a little bit more communist. So whose side are you on? So, and that's Neither. the way it's been till, since roughly 400 BC. So they've been going back and forth between the legalists and the Confucianists for nigh into 2,600 years. Okay. So now often with libertarians, what you get is an economic conservative government and a government that doesn't really care that much about abortion, homosexuality, moral issues that would undermine a nation's integrity. And keep in mind the other ditch as well. And, and Bill, you know, there's the ditch. And by the way, if you can only see one ditch, you're probably in the other.
1: Yeah, you're probably too close to the other.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You follow me? Yeah. In other words, if you say, there's a ditch over there. Well, you're standing you're in standing one. In you're one. standing in the other one. So remember there are two ditches. There's the ditch of totalitarian dictatorship, but the other ditch is anarchy. And remember that Malay, that is the new president of Argentina, calls himself an anarcho- capitalist or anarchist slash capitalist and the earliest extant attestation of anarcho-capitalism occurs in Carl Hess's essay the death of politics published by you'll never guess it playboy magazine in 1969 really oh yeah yeah playboy at points was known for it's playing around with different forms of humanism you know it was it was right. a philosophical magazine actually sure Anarcho-capitalists oppose the state and seek to privatize any useful service the government presently provides, such as education, to which we say, okay, check, mm, right? Yeah. Infrastructure, roads and bridges. Okay. Check. I'm okay with that. Or the enforcement of law. Mm. 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 Stop for a moment. Everybody just stop for a moment. Just hold your horses, right? The enforcement of law. Now. I want you to think for a moment. Who establishes civil government? Don't, Who's in charge of the yeah. world? Are the anarcho-capitalists who just come up with their own ideas willy-nilly in charge of how the world needs to run? Or is God in charge? Again, another form of atheism or humanism coming out with anarcho-capitalists. Now, that's just not biblical.
1: Just say it. Bill, it's, what does Romans 13 say? Yeah, it, this, this is a problem because... Uh, each man becomes a uh, law unto himself. Yeah, it's just wrong. it's not the it's not the group; it's the individual that becomes the arbiter of truth. Exactly, and, and is, that's that's uh, why God set up government in Romans thirteen was because of the nature of man. Because man tends towards the evil, and so God's God's government is is a minister yeah. to establish righteousness, to restrain evil, and to to punish the evil doer and, he and does not to use reward the, good,
0: he does not use the sword in vain. Right, and we don't use swords to clip our fingernails. You don't use swords or to spank to people. Spank people—that's the flat end. You don't use the flat end. Yeah. You, but what they do? What, what, what does the civil magistrate do with swords? Typically,
1: exercises capital punishment. D- yes, it does. Takes off the cap and about eight inches below mm-hmm. the cap.
0: Yep, yep. So, friends, what is wrong with anarcho-capitalism? Well, it's just not biblical. God's established the civil magistrate to get the bad guys. And it denies a biblical view of man, as you said, Bill. Man has fallen in sin. He needs a magistrate to punish the evildoers. This is the wrong view of human nature. And I'm going to say that anarcho-capitalism is just as dangerous as totalitarianism. Because it always leads back to totalitarianism. Exactly. Anarchy and totalitarianism, they're best friends. They play off on each other. So keep that in mind. If you really want to help a country, here's a couple of things. And by the way, this is one thing these particular capitalists have right. You really need to privatize education. Absolutely. You've got to get rid of public funded education. Universities, K-12 schools, etc. You've got to. Everything else you do will be a band-aid unless you get rid of government funded education. Why? Because God, again, we're going back to God's word. God's word does not assign education to the function or the control of the state. I mean, it's just that simple. God gives education to the family. So that's just very, very simple. It's a very simple concept. God is the source of all authority. And God has given the state the authority to go after the bad guys who steal, who engage in very bad forms of seventh commandment breaking as well as murder, robbing banks, and all of the other bad things. Not every bad thing, but the most significant bad things typically break in the 6th, 7th, and 8th commandments. When that happens, the civil magistrate is required by God to go after the bad guys. That's why God made the civil magistrate, but not to provide education for the masses. No. Now, to really help a country, you need self-government, which can only come by the discipleship of the nations. It doesn't come by electing a president. So we come back to this again and again. It comes by evangelism, by discipleship, by teaching the people the book of Proverbs. To really help an economy, uh, the people need to stop stealing, to stop being dishonest. you got to stop corruption in Argentina and every other Latin American country. You've got to stop the taking of bribes. You have to train your children with character, such that they will work six days a week. You have to train them in the book of Proverbs. And that's why I, I think actually the most useful thing you can do for the state of Argentina is to give them the book of Proverbs as well as Mexico and Brazil. That's why I would like to translate the book of Proverbs study guides into Portuguese. I've already translated it into Spanish, by the way, and we need to provide Argentina with plenty of copies of our proverbios set, but we need hundreds of thousands of copies of proverbios into the state of Argentina. And friends, I'm just talking about throwing a couple hundred thousand dollars at getting the book of Proverbs into the hands of families and churches throughout Argentina. Our Proverbs Bible study guides are there such that a father and mother can actually reform a nation by teaching their children the word of God as they sit in the house, as they walk by the way, as they rise up, as they lay down, a hundred times more effective than electing a narco-capitalist to be president of that country. No, no, you've got to disciple the nation if anything's going to change. So the book of Proverbs Bible study guides are available at generations.org. They're available in English and Spanish, not quite Portuguese yet. We want to translate it into Portuguese, hopefully within the next six months. But friends, be sure you get the book of Proverbs in the hands of families. Now, of course, you don't need the Bible study guides per se, but there they are. Available at generations.org. We have them in Spanish as well as in English. Available at generations.org. Get these Bible study guides and get started right now. Discipling Your Children. That the nation of America or Mexico or Argentina or Brazil might be quite different in 30 years from now. This is Kevin Swanson inviting you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.